the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 to 32. Let's get rid of all bitterness, anger, rage, harsh words, slander, and all kinds of evil behavior. But instead, let's be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just like God through Christ has forgiven us. I think a lot of times there are things that happen that gives us the impression that someone is interested, but it's, for, it's good for us to understand that just because someone gives you their number doesn't always mean they are interested in you. Sometimes some ladies give a guy her number to get rid of him. And in some cases, those ladies don't want to be rude. They don't want to be mean. They give the number, even though they don't want to give the number, just to get him away. They feel like they, might, they can handle not answering the phone rather than saying no. Sometimes just because a guy is friendly or a lady is friendly does not mean they are interested in you. They could just be sanguine or outgoing, very friendly. It doesn't mean that they are interested in you. Just because someone comes up to you and says, you know, what you shared the other day in our session at the dinner when we were hanging out, oh, it blessed me so much. I felt like God spoke to me. It doesn't mean they want to marry you. (laughs) Just because somebody said, man, thank you for praying for me. I really appreciate the prayer. It really touched me. Man, I was free from the prayer. It doesn't mean they want to marry you. Just because someone comes up to you and says, hey, where have you been? We haven't seen you in a while. Or somebody compliments your hair, your shoes, whatever the case may be. It doesn't mean they want to marry you. I think in our society, we have stereotypes on attractive people. I think there are stereotypes about people who are considered attractive, who stand out. I think we feel like people like that are standoffish, arrogant, full of themselves. They think they're better than others. They have their nose up in the air. I think there is some stereotype that people who are attractive are like that. Therefore, with that stereotype in mind, when a person who fits that profile actually engages in a conversation with you, actually is down to earth with you, actually listens to you, actually talks to you, actually is cool or down to earth or friendly with you. The only reason, the only reason that the person will be doing stuff like that is because they are madly in love with you. (laughs) So a person who has the mindset that anyone who is outstanding, attractive, is a standout, and is snobbish, and comes across somebody who fits that profile, yet the person is having a conversation, down to earth, friendly. The only reason that this person is doing this with me is because they are madly in love with me. 
I am the man or woman of their dreams. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, that is not the case. Yes, I mean, I'm thinking <laughs> we are Christians, right? Aren't, isn't that the way a godly person is supposed to behave? Be nice and kind and loving and down to earth and caring and sharing. Isn't that what we're supposed to be? Sometimes I almost want to tell some of my very outgoing friends to kind of rein it back a little bit. But if I do that, I'm preventing them from being who they are. So I want to, first of all, encourage some of you who are considered very outgoing, you know, to continue to be who you are. And I understand that sometimes people may misconstrue your friendliness and your being nice as a signal that <laughs> you are interested in them. And when they find out that you aren't, they often berate you and curse you out and talk bad about you. Just be encouraged, you know, just kind of treat it like water off a duck's back. Let it go under the bridge, forgive them and just move on. Just continue to be yourself. I remember years ago when I was at church after church service and after a, a singles class that I taught, at the time I didn't have a car, so I went to the lobby of the church I attend and I sat down and uh, I was waiting for the bus. Now, I had to walk about maybe five blocks to get to the bus station, but I knew the time the bus was coming and I still had plenty of time before the bus came. So I decided to wait in the air conditioned lobby of my church just for a few minutes before I stepped out toward when the bus was going to show up. So while I sat down there, a lady was walking by and she saw me and she asked me if I was a minister. And I tried to believe that the reason she asked that question was because she was someone who was very close to God and could hear the spirit. I like to believe that she discerned by the Holy Spirit that I was a minister. But I must confess that my shiny, light, olive green suit may have given me away. It was a suit that my mom made for me. I didn't have any suit, so I wore it, oversized, lime green suit. So she asked if I was a minister, and I said, yes, I was. And she began to engage in spiritual matters with me, and I responded in kind, and we had a conversation. Then she asked what I was waiting for. I said I was waiting for a bus. So she said, oh, do you need a ride? Now, in a split second, I said, yeah. Then she said, hey, I can give you a ride home. For a split second, I said, okay. I don't mind the ride. I just, I, I kid you not, I said to myself, I hope she's not going to take this as me being interested in being in a relationship with her. But I said to myself, of course, I could use a ride. It saves me a lot of time. And this is the first time. So chances of that happening, probably nil. So I said, OK. So she gave me a ride home. OK. In the process, I guess she got my phone number. OK. <laughs> Another time. <laughs> She sees me in church and she's like, hey, you need a ride. And I said to myself, huh, 
Two times, I think, is okay. I don't think anything's going to happen from this. She gave me a ride. That was fine. She asked me again. She sees me in charge. You need a ride? I said, no, I'm good. Thank you. But it was too late because she has been calling me on the phone. Okay. And calling me and having conversations. Well, let's just say she's doing the talking for like 40 minutes on the phone. And I'm, be- I'm beginning to get frustrated when she calls. I'm like, okay. Okay. I said, okay. I think I need to do something. Sometimes she sees me in church and she says, oh, you taught at this class. I said, yeah. Why didn't you tell me? I'm like, oh, man. Every time. Why didn't you tell me you taught at this class? She calls me all the time. I'm like, oh, no. So one time she called me. I gave her 40 minutes. (laughs) And eventually I had to say, hey, you know, um. Please don't call me anymore. I think you're seeing more to this than it really is. So please, you know, don't call me anymore. And she didn't. She stopped. Everything was cool for a a while. Then one day she happened to come to a class that I was teaching. After the class... She said, hey, that was good. I said, thank you, thank you. Then she said, you offended me. I knew exactly what she was talking about. And I said, how did I offend you? She said, you thought you were all that. (laughs) That's exactly how she said it, too. (laughs) You thought you were all that. (laughs) And I said, I am sorry. I apologize. Please forgive me. And she was cool. I just left it at that. But that's an example of a situation of dealing with a mixed signal. I often like to say this. I know we have all these things in our society that we look at to suggest whether or not somebody wants to be in relationship with you or not. But I often like to present this scripture as a basis to determine whether or not, okay, this is going anywhere. And I like to offer Amos chapter 3, verse 3. And I like to believe that the New, uh, the New Testament, kind of, some people say still under the Old Testament, but Matthew 18, 19, somewhat like a parallel of that verse. And it simply says in Amos 3, 3, he says, how can two people walk together unless they are in agreement? Matthew 18, 19 says, if any two people on earth agree on anything, which must include marriage, it shall be done in heaven. So agreement, just because someone gives you their number, does not mean they are agreeing to be in relationship with you. So until you and the other person are in agreement that, yes, I want to be in a relationship It doesn't mean that you both are supposed to be in a relationship. Every other thing that happens, I dreamt about the person. The person dreamt about me. Somebody told me. My friends told me that, you know, I think you and -and so-and-so will look good together. And even though you're thinking about the person you're talking about, it does not mean 
So that's the way it's supposed to be. So are you both in agreement? How can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? Agreement. So it doesn't matter what you think the person is throwing at you. It doesn't matter if you think, hey, man, every time I, I get here, the person always wants to sit beside me. We're always having coffee together. Every time we hang out, he or she often ends up sitting right beside me or opposite me. We have great conversations together. We're always talking about sports or talking about movies or talking about things. We're on the same page. We agree on a lot of issues. I think, I think he or she really likes me. I can tell you how many times people call me and say, hey, you know, this is happening. What do you think? And I say, listen, my wife often encourages me to say this to, to ladies. Listen, until he says something to you, don't read into it. Until he says something to you that is crystal clear, that he wants to have a relationship with you, don't read into it. And I think it goes the same with the guys. Just because the lady wants you to pray for them, they only call you to pray for them. It doesn't mean that they see you as their lover. They might just see you as their prayer partner. Don't read too much into it. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.